the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did I really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzville, all directors of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, we're going to talk about Reformation Day. You know, the bulk of the people in America and across the world don't know that a Reformation Day exists, and they certainly don't know that it occurs on October 31, because October 31 is also what? Halloween. Halloween. What other supposed day is that? Well, it's the evening before All Saints Day. The evening before All Saints Day. And that is the reason why on October 31, 1517, Martin Luther did what, Terry? He posted his 95 theses to the church door in Wittenberg, where he challenged the church teaching on the selling of indulgences to raise money to build St. Peter's Basilica, and he did so based on the Bible. His challenge to the church was based on what the Bible said. Now, Carl, when you, for the first time, read through them, you were surprised by the fact all it did talk about was indulgence. How so? Well, I'm a lazy guy. I don't read things. I just take what other people say about stuff sometimes. And as far as the indulgences. This is something I grew up with as a Catholic in that we prayed for people who were in purgatory and after people died we would pray for them and to this day there are masses said or prayers said for the dead and in some cases there is money given to have that particular person's name listed on the Mass's schedule for that day. So, are we still selling indulgences? Are indulgences still being sold and through the Catholic Church? And they would deny that. But as far as what I understand, and again, I, I may be totally wrong, the Church, when I was growing up, taught that there is a place called Purgatory, and if you were just not quite good enough, in other words, if you had, if you died with some what's called venal sin or minor sin, as opposed to a mortal sin on your soul when you died, you didn't go directly to heaven. You had to go to a place called purgatory. Waiting room. And during that time, you would be hammered into shape before you got up to a good enough shape to stand before God. And if you had someone you knew who died in that condition, you would pray for that person. And in the time before Luther, and at what Luther was talking about, you could send money to the Pope so that that person would get out of purgatory faster. Now, Carl, everything you've talked about, where is that substantiated in the Bible? I don't know. Well, that's because it's not. And it's the whole, oh, that's it, it's the whole 
reason uh-huh. that Martin Luther was so adamant about this and posted the theses. Now, Terry, the theses were all about indulgences, but what really came out of this whole Reformation movement? What really came out of it was putting the Bible above what the church says. The church and church leaders are all human beings. Believe it or not, the Pope is a human being just like me. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, really. Geez. I thought he was infallible. <laughs> so Martin Luther then, after he posted that thesis later on when he was in hiding because it was open season on him to kill him, he translated the Bible into German so that average person could read the Bible for themselves and decide what it meant for themselves. And then later on, William Tyndale did the same thing, translating the Bible into English. What was Tyndale's reward for that? He was burned at the stake. Mm-hmm. And what we have is the abuses of the Catholic Church at that time were noted in the theses, and then we have an expansion of the word. Right, and that happened to be at a very good time because it was right after the printing press was invented. Gutenberg invented the printing press, so the printing press was invented, and then you had Luther trans translating the Bible into German. You had Tyndale translating the Bible into English. And the printing press was like the internet of its time. So people were, they were not depending on the church telling them what the Bible said and what it meant. Why had there not been widespread reading of the Bible from the point that it was put together as canon from the 3rd and 4th century A.D.? Well, one thing, it was written in Latin. Most people can't Well, more than that, it was expensive. Right. Produce a book. Right. And so, like you said, Gutenberg essentially made books affordable for the average person. And then we have people like Luther and Tyndall who would translate from Latin into the native language. But even then, Latin was fairly commonly taught. So not necessarily the average person, but it was very common for people to know Latin, to understand Latin. Latin was a language at Luther's time of science. So every scientist would be able to read the Bible in Latin, but it was still horribly expensive to buy a handwritten book. So multiple reasons for why Gutenberg's printing press made a big difference. And also uh, the Tyndall's and the Luthers of that time who translated the Latin into the various local languages coupled with the printing press made the the word of God present or available to the common person. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking about Reformation Day, which is with Halloween, and we're going to discuss that. But first, let's talk about what you were talking about before. Yeah, it was expensive to produce books before the printing press and all of that type of stuff. And the scientists understood Latin, but the general populace couldn't read from, say, the second century A.D., especially in Europe, up until the end of the Middle Ages. And that was the big trap. The trap was that you had about 7% of population across Europe and Northern Africa and the Middle East who were literate. And therefore, if they were going to hear about the Bible, they were dependent upon who? 
someone who could read. Someone who could read the clergy, and therefore they had the power to interpret it as they wish. The only way that you get the type of abuses like purgatory, like limba, like you need to pay the church to get your family member to be saved, because none of it's in the Bible, we, we talked about that, was because they couldn't read it for themselves, because they couldn't interpret it for themselves. And this is the big product that came out of the Reformation, why we had Reformation Day. Now, I got a question for you, Terry. Do you think it's accidental that Halloween now gets superimposed on the same day that he posted his theses? <laughs> of course, Luther planned that, you know, the next day being All Saints Day, because he knew that a lot of people would show up for services the next day. But that's a good question. Do people lose sight of what All Hallows Eve is really about? Easter is supposed to be the big day for us. It's the day that commemorates when Christ sacrificed himself and rose from the dead. It is the the culmination of Christianity, the key central truth of Christianity. And yet, what do we have our kids do on Easter? (laughs) Hunt for Easter egg. They have an Easter egg hunt. Why do they have an Easter egg hunt? Because it's been commercialized with the Easter bunny. Do you know what the historical background is for that? I've forgotten. It goes back to, to England because when they tried to Christianize the Angles and the people who were there, they at the same time during because this was during the spring, at the same time that they were having Easter on the Christian religion, they were having fertility rites there with the Druids and the others there. And so what they did, thinking themselves bright, is they combined the two. Well, they combined the two, and now we can't even tell the difference with what we transmit to our kids. We have flouted the issue. Now, do you think that we came up with that idea on ourselves, or do you think that went straight from Satan? Gotta be from Satan. I, I'd really say. Yeah. I submit the same thing with Reformation Day, with All Saints Day, and with Halloween, because that's the focus for America today on October 31. It's not All Saints Day the next day. Right. It's not the Reformation that occurred. It's Halloween, because Satan wants us concentrating on other things. What do you got, Terry? I think the key takeaway is, or the key application today is, when the church has a position supporting theistic evolution, or when the church even adopts the woke agenda, do we have to, or should we, accept that just because church authority says that that's the position of church leaders or do we go back to the Bible and use the Bible as authority? That really was the rub between Martin Luther and the Catholic Church. Was are we giving total authority to the Bible or are we saying that the church has total authority? That is the rub today because we will get different answers to these questions by people who are compromising with the Bible, compromising with supposed science and is that really what we're supposed to be doing. Well, if you read in the book of Acts, the Bereans were questioning the Apostle Paul on what he was saying. Well, if you could question the Apostle Paul, I don't think the Pope or any other church leaders of any church are above questioning. And what was the result of them questioning what Paul said and comparing what he said to the scriptures. Well, they found out what Paul was saying was scriptural, and it says many Jews believed, as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. So I don't think it's wrong to question church authority. We put 
biblical authority above truth. In point of fact, what all of y'all should be doing whenever you hear a sermon, whether it be at your own church or whether it be on TV, is you need to be checking their proof texts to see whether the scripture they quote is actually being applied correctly. There are people, sadly, out there who are deceivers who twist the Bible, who slip in a 10% of lie with 90% of truth. And we need to be discerning of that. And that's what the Reformation gave us. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.